Okay, hi, my name is Kaylin, and welcome to my first podcast. A little bit about myself, I am 23 years old, born and raised in Dallas, Texas, and right now I teach indoor cycling classes. So I teach spin, and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. I graduated from college last year with a bachelor's of science in business administration and I have no idea what I want to do with that no idea where I want to go what type of career I want to pursue so I'm just trying to figure it out and I hope to take you guys along the way and resonate with anyone who may feel like they are lost in their life because that's definitely how I feel but we will figure it out and we will get through it together. A little reasoning as to why I wanted to start a podcast in the first place was because I have this dying creative energy that I really just want to use and for good purpose and I want to be able to reach people who may be feeling the same way that I feel or are going through or have gone through experiences that I've gone through as well. I think that my biggest goal in life is just to help people because life is hard and we have to be there for each other and support one another in all the ways that we can. So I'm hoping that I can find a relatable topic that I can just speak upon my experience, and if it helps just at least one person, then I think my goal was achieved. So for today's podcast, kind of diving in deep here, but this topic is something that is very near and dear to my heart, something very, very personal that changed me in, you know, both good ways and bad, but To be at the point that where I am right now, I think it was meant to happen for a reason. And that is my previous eating disorder. This kind of gets hard to talk about because not many people in my life know about this. And I've only recently started becoming open about it and telling people because it's a part of my story and I don't want to feel ashamed of it anymore and I want it to help other girls, boys, men, and women who are going through the same thing because I wanted someone to connect with and I wanted to talk to someone. I wanted to hear someone tell me what they were going through. So I was bulimic for five and a half years and it sounds so crazy to say it all out loud because those five years do not feel like five years. It is so weird to think that I did that for such a long period of time. It started when I was 16, a sophomore in high school, and I overcame it right around my 21st birthday. And It's hard to talk about. I'm really scared to be this vulnerable and 
there's a lot of people in my life who are going to be hearing this for the first time, but I think that they need to hear this. I think anyone needs to hear this to truly understand who I am as a person. So when I was 16, just my whole life growing up, I have never been a very strong person. I was a very weak-minded person who lived to please other people and I just craved acceptance and attention from anybody who would give it to me because I didn't like myself and I don't know why I necessarily felt this way. I just have always felt like I've never been good enough and especially when you're a young growing teenage girl with you know, the advancements of technology and social media and things telling you how you should be, how you should look, what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. It was really hard for someone like me who basically had no brain at all, no sense of self-worth, no sense of independence, no sense of opinion. So it was really easy for me to fall into this trap. I was pretty active, you know, growing up as a kid. I participated in all of, you know, the gym activities, track, sports, all of that, and I played volleyball competitively growing up. And so, I mean, I was always working out, especially when it got to high school. I was on the junior varsity team my freshman year, so we had, you know, two-a-days, summer workouts, and I was constantly exercising and I didn't really care about what I ate because I was exercising. I ended up switching high schools my sophomore year and it was really scary for me and I decided to quit volleyball because I was scared I was going to I was not going to make the team and I didn't want to face that rejection if it happened. So, I quit and you know I didn't have that exercise to fall back on anymore and I continued eating the way that I did which was just you know I'm girl in high school just whatever's there whatever's good like I'm gonna eat it I didn't really think much about it and I never thought that I really had to so here's me at 16 years old I already gave a preface of how I was struggling internally with not having any self-worth, so it was really hard for me to move schools and not really have the stability that I had before, like friends and, you know, routine, having volleyball, having people around me, so it was really scary, and so I started to chase things that were not good for me, started to chase people that definitely were not good for me and I let these so-called important people in my life dictate my feelings. I had been getting a lot of comments about my weight, the way my stomach looked, the way my thighs looked and I was just in complete shock that somebody could say that to me but at the same time I let those words and those opinions consume my life entirely. I did what everyone else would do. I started going to the gym and I started working out and eating healthier. 
And eventually, you know, when you do that, you do start to see change and you do start to see results. But those words just kept haunting me. The things that people said about me, I could not let go. And that is because I had no idea of who I was. And I let those opinions define me to no other. So I'm continuing to work out and eat healthy at this point, And I feel good about myself. But I still can't let go of what I had heard. And that's when, you know, this started getting really bad. And my relationship with food and exercise just became tarnished and led to a complete downward spiral. I was completely restricting myself and on this crazy diet of eating only healthy food all the time, no carbs, no sugar, no soda, yada, 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 whatever. And eventually, you know, you can't, that's not a sustainable way to live. That's not a healthy relationship with food because when I binged, I binged. And that's when things really started getting dark. And I became a different person when this all happened. I would eat super clean, super healthy all day long, but I would be hungry. And, you know, 9 p.m., 10 p.m. rolls around and I'm just going to eat whatever is in sight. And I was binging. I was so hungry. I felt like I had zero control of my body and I was just eating whatever I could because I was so deprived of just food. I was not eating enough calories. I was over-exercising. So this is what it had led to. Let me just read off a definition of bulimia nervosa because I think when people think of eating disorders, they mainly think of anorexia because it doesn't seem like a problem to overindulge in food, but it is a problem when you're starving yourself. So I'm going to read this definition I found on this clinic's website. Bulimia is a seriously potential life-threatening eating disorder. People with bulimia may secretly binge, eating large amounts of food with a loss of control over the eating, and then purge, trying to get rid of the extra calories in an unhealthy way. If you have bulimia, you're probably preoccupied with your body and weight. You judge yourself severely and harshly for your self-perceived flaws. Because it is related to self-image and it's not just about food, bulimia can be hard to overcome. So what had once just started as a mean comment turned into a spiral of self-doubt and me picking out every negative thing about myself. I don't even know how the idea of making myself throw up even came into my head. I think I had just felt physically sick that I needed to get it out because I had eaten so much and it was probably the worst combination of food. So I think I made myself throw up, but not in that sense of I wanted to get rid of the calories. Like I just wanted to feel better. And 
I think me feeling so much better afterwards physically gave me the idea like, oh, wow, this is really easy. I physically felt way better and I saw the food in the toilet and associated with all of those calories being out of my body because yes, they were. And this one time led to five years of constant abuse of my body. I learned how to throw up. I mastered it. I still know how to do it to this day if I needed to. I know exactly what to eat, exactly what to drink, exactly when to do it, where to do it. I can hide it. I know how to do it quietly. I know how to fix my face after I do it. I became a pro at this and that's so sad to say, but this is a real issue and people don't talk about it because it's really embarrassing. It's so embarrassing to say that I make myself throw up because I don't want to be fat because I feel bad about myself. And I feel like I need to speak about it because someone needs to. And I don't want to live in shame anymore. I want to use this terrible time in my life as a way to reflect and help other people. Mind you, I'm still exercising like a mad woman because I'm just trying to be skinny. I'm just trying to be hot. I'm just trying to be pretty. And I'm feeling good. I found a whole new way to basically cheat the system, if you will. I get to eat whatever I want, but don't have to suffer the aftermath. Oh yeah, but I can just make myself throw up and it's fine. But it's just my mindset was so jacked up. I cannot believe I was thinking this way for so long. And it started off small. I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew it was bad morally and I knew it was bad physically. And so I tried to do it once or twice, but eventually it just became addicting. I was addicted to the feeling of being light, being, feeling good. And I was basically eating nothing and (laughs) exercising. So I did get really skinny really fast, but definitely, (laughs) oh my gosh, just crazy to like talk about it. It was this never ending cycle and it got to the point where I was throwing up every single meal, even the healthy food, because at that point, it wasn't food. It wasn't fuel. Even if it was healthy, there were still calories in it. There's still calories in fruit. There's still calories in vegetables. It was all just numbers to me. And I just threw up every single thing that I ate. And I'm talking about four to six, seven, eight times a day, not even exaggerating. And I still wasn't happy. I still was never satisfied with the way that I looked. I would look in the mirror every day. I would weigh myself multiple times a day because I wanted to see instant results right then and there. 
it wasn't about food anymore. It wasn't about exercise anymore. It was just about me and the way that I looked and the way that I felt about myself. And that was always negative. There was never a time where I felt like I could stop this because I felt worse when I wasn't doing this. My weight would fluctuate all the time. The way that my body would look would fluctuate all the time. And it would cause so much frustration. And I never had the goal body that I ever wanted to. And I don't think I ever would at that point because there's no way that I would have been happy with anything. No matter how much weight I lost, no no matter how good I was feeling, but it's because I didn't truly love myself in those moments. Psychologically, this really changed me too as a person and I would hate going out to eat with my friends. I would hate going out to eat with my family because there's not always access to a toilet right away because of public bathrooms and, you know, being with other people and having to, you know, be social. I isolated myself a lot. I stopped going to things because I wanted to have complete control over everything that I was putting into my body and I wanted to have the time to do what I needed to do without anybody stopping me, anything stopping me. There was this constant worry about me being overweight and I would complain all the time that I was fat and that I was ugly and would say all of these negative things about myself and negative perceptions of my body and you know that takes a toll on you if you can't love yourself and imagine someone telling you this let alone you I was really sad and depressed all the time because I felt like I was never good enough and I was never making any progress and I felt so alone because I was hurting and I felt so ashamed and lonely and I just want to go back and hug that girl that I was because I don't ever want anyone to feel the way that I felt during this time. My food intake was just wild. I was just eating random stuff and I would binge out like crazy or I was dieting and eating super clean. But either way, whatever I was putting into my body, I was taking out because I could because I learned how to do it and I felt like I had so much control and that was a weird feeling for me and I think I became addicted to being able to control a lot of those things. I became really antisocial and my personality almost changed. I was sad all the time. I was angry all the time had so many mood swings because obviously I'm like hangry, number one, and I just feel bad about myself physically, mentally. I can't look in the mirror without picking myself apart. 
this carried on with me throughout high school and throughout most of my college life and it led to a lot of other problematic areas that I knew came and stemmed from having this eating disorder. At this point, I'm more lost and lonely than ever. I have zero, 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 negative zero sense of self-worth and I would cling to anything that gave me any sort of temporary satisfaction or feeling or people and it became a really, really, really dark point in my life. I basically just felt numb and like I was just like a zombie almost. I had no drive really, no purpose and I just felt bad about myself all the time. I hated myself. I didn't know who I was and that was so hard and it was so dangerous for me to allow myself to get to that point because I would just cling onto those short-term satisfactions which most of them are not good. I think when I was around 19 I started drinking and partying and it was really fun and I'm in college you know it's the thing to do it's the social gathering to go to but I abused alcohol because it made me be somebody that I wasn't at all I was risky and outgoing and bold and confident when I had consumed alcohol and I was getting attention from guys. I was getting attention from people. People would comment about how fun I was, how carefree I was, how, you know, and I started becoming addicted to that feeling of being wanted, of being cool, of being accepted by the people around me. And here comes that cycle again of being obsessive and feeling like you have to go above and beyond to feel like you're good enough. I am so glad it was only alcohol. I did not ever mess around with drugs. That still scares me to this day. And I think that it is a very good thing that I never got involved with that because I can't imagine how I would let those highs affect me as well. I would be getting drunk probably three times a week, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe even sometimes Sundays because I just loved who I was when I had alcohol and That's so scary because I have no control over my body, over what I was saying, what I was doing. But you know what? People liked me. And it's so sad to think that I needed that to have 
validation from other people and using that validation to fill that void for myself. And it's not like it even did. You know, the next day I would wake up hungover and most of the time I would feel even worse about myself. And newsflash, guess what? Alcohol is so, so bad for you. So here I am again feeling even worse because I just drank all of those calories and you can't really throw up alcohol, at least throw up the calories that you consumed. And it was just such, such a low point because here I was loving the feeling of being high off of being drunk in the life of the party, but then hating myself the next day because I did it. Again, a never-ending cycle. I could never be satisfied. Nothing was working. And being a girl, being drunk, and at situations where everyone else is drunk, when there are guys who are wanting to take advantage of girls, when there are people who don't have good intentions, I definitely put myself in a lot of avoidable situations and a lot of things did happen that caused even more pain and regrets and it was just it was really hard really really hard for years I'm just living in this cycle over and over again just trying to feel something I just felt numb all the time I felt worthless all the time I felt like I had nothing going for me even though I had great people around me I had great family I had the opportunity to go to school I had so many things to be grateful for blessed with so many things people opportunities yet my own self-image and self-worth was destroying everything that I had I just want to put out a little trigger warning to anyone with suicidal thoughts or previous history with self-harm and suicide but I felt so numb that I wanted to feel something and there were times that I made myself feel something through hurting myself but I never wanted to die I never wanted to kill myself that was never the intention but I wanted to feel something other than sad and numbness physically I'm deteriorating I feel weak all the time my hair was thinning out falling out my face was so so bloated because of how much I was purging and all of the acids coming into contact with my mouth and my throat I look back at pictures and you can definitely see it like 100% I felt so weak all the time so cold all the time so dizzy all the time I couldn't sleep 
so many things. My stomach would hurt all the time, you know, no duh. And I still couldn't get over it. I couldn't just stop. I was addicted to, I don't know. I don't know how you could be addicted to something so bad like this. Five years of just feeling like complete shit about myself. Everything. And I was so lost, so sad, so depressed, clinging on to all of the wrong things, finding validation, seeking worth into alcohol, men, relationships, money, shopping, overspending, just being so impulsive and being just crazy. I just, oh my God, it was so bad. So let's get to my recovery. First of all, the big wake-up call that I had is probably one of the most embarrassing stories of my life. I think only like two people have heard this story besides the one person who was in it. And this really just shook me and made me realize that I don't want to live like this anymore. Here's a story. I was doing what I usually did, throwing up, whatever, flush the toilet, whatever. This is all routine for me now. My dad comes home and he went to the toilet that I had just thrown up in, but little did I know I had clogged the toilet with my throw up. Yes. And my dad saw it. And the first thing he did was accuse me of throwing some rager and having random people throw up in the bathroom. But I couldn't lie, first of all, because that's not even true. But in that moment, I knew I had to fess up. And admitting it out loud to my dad was the first time I really understood and admitted it to myself too. And to understand the severity of it, I threw up in the toilet. It had clogged the toilet, overflowed so bad. It had clogged so much that it was coming out of the shower in the same bathroom from the little ground drain. Like, I know that is disgusting and it is so shameful and embarrassing for me to say, but this is real. Like, this is what happened. And my dad... I still remember that day. It was September 27th, 2017. And I remember the horror that overcame my dad when he realized what I had been doing to myself. And in that moment, we both just kind of broke down. Y'all, my mom doesn't even know that. 
my dad and I had made a promise that if I stopped this right now, he would not tell my mom because we just knew how much this would hurt her. So that was the day. That was the day that I decided I do not want to feel like this anymore. I want to love myself. I want to treat myself good because I deserve it, because I am worthy, because I am good enough. And obviously, it really took a while to stop all these things that were so routine for me and, you know, but I could say by the end of that year, September, October, November, December, I stopped making myself throw up. And it's been a journey ever since. I don't think I truly found myself, fell in love with myself until about two years into really just hounding down and realizing the root of all my problems and realizing why I felt the way that I did and learning to live my life for me and not anyone else. It's been an uphill battle. Definitely had my highs and my lows. A lot, a lot of lows. Those feelings just don't go away. They're still there, but I had to be consciously aware of my thoughts and my feelings and block out all of that junk and garbage because you can't think that way about yourself without it becoming true because it does. The more you tell yourself something, the more it becomes true, the more that makes you feel that way about you. I still face these insecurities every day not feeling skinny enough, hating the way that my body looks, but I have to try and flip that narrative and tell myself the positive things like, hey, I have a body that is healthy now and functions. I can move. I can breathe. I can sweat. My body is not enduring physical pain anymore. I'm not hurting myself anymore. So it's okay if I overindulge this day. It's okay if my stomach looks bad today. It's okay. Everything is going to be okay. It took a lot of time, a lot of learning, a lot of, you know, practice and being diligent in my routine and thinking into the future and how badly this could have affected me. I don't want to say long term because five years is a long term, but you know, I had this constant anxiety of what if one day I can't have kids because of what I did to myself? What if I have some medical disorder because of how much that I hurt myself in this time and if I had let it gone any longer who knows I started working out for me I started working out for the feeling of knowing that I had just accomplished something so great 
for meeting new goals, meeting new PRs, never about burning calories. I did it because I wanted to do it for me and I wanted to feel good about myself. And the reason I fell in love with spin was because I committed to something. I signed up for the class. I booked the class. I showed up. That's step one. And I'm in that room and it was really hard for me at first, really, really hard. But I was determined to get better and keep on trying and making progress because I wanted to see progress in my mentality and in my discipline and my diligence with myself. And I put so much faith and trusted myself in that room and... I put my mind to it and I fucking did it. I did it. And that feeling was so amazing. And I was so proud of myself every time because I was ready. And I said, yes, I can do this. I can run this fast. I can do this, this, and this. And then I did it. I put it out there. I truly believed that I could. And I know it sounds crazy, it's just cycling, it's just spinning, you're on a bike that goes nowhere, I know, but this mentality really changed me and I started to believe in myself more and more. Everything that I was doing inside that room transformed into my outside life and I began believing in myself being more confident because I knew that I could do it because I just said that I would, so I would. This is me doing it for me. This is me making this decision for me. This is in me believing in me and myself only. No one else, no one else's thoughts are consuming me. This is all me. And I started to fall in love with myself and the way that I made myself feel. And I'm still doing that every day because self-love is so important. I treated myself like complete garbage for years and years. And this made me realize I deserve more. I deserve to be treated like the way I would treat other people. I would give, give, give so much of myself away but I wouldn't save anything for myself. And whether you've gone through an eating disorder or not, or struggled with depression or anxiety, I think that loving yourself is the core to all of your friendships and all of your relationships and everything. How can you give love if you don't even know what it feels like yourself? And I'm so happy that I finally overcame one of the most daunting parts of my life. And right now, I feel the best that I could feel. There are still bad days. There are still bad times. But a quote that I heard the other day was not to let a bad moment turn into a bad day to cut off that moment right then right there process it understand it and 
feel. It's okay to feel. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to feel like your world is ending, but it will all get better. Only if you let it, though. You have to allow it to be better. And my negative, pessimistic self appreciates that I've finally come to terms with the power of positive thoughts and positive thinking. And I feel like I'm in a really, really great place in my life right now, at least mentally and as a person. I don't think I have my job figured out, whatever, you know, the big girl stuff, but I am happy with the person that I've become today. I learned to love from something that had zero love. I learned to love basically from the ground up, and it's different than loving a person than loving yourself. I hope that you can take away at least one point in this story, you know, whether it's learning to trust yourself, believe in yourself, love yourself, I don't know, but I hope you don't ever feel the way that I felt in those moments of sadness, and if you are, ask for help have someone keep you accountable let them know what is going on so you have external resources I wish I had told somebody I wish I had someone there to help me I wish my dad caught me earlier because that feeling those feelings were so so miserable Oh my gosh, yeah. First podcast and it's already so deep and emotional. I'm really surprised that I haven't cried yet. I think I've just become really strong. (laughs) I don't know. I thought I was going to cry because I break down when I have to talk about this or when I do talk about it with other people because it's really hard. But it's a closed chapter in my life now that I am now using as a stepping stone to build myself up every single day.